0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Joe Yoga Life Diaries and this week's episode of the podcast. My name's Joe from Joe Yoga and I work with spiritually minded women and assist them in living their truest expression of themselves and their fullest lives using yoga methods and meditations and my own style of self-development work. So today, in today's episode, I'm going to be probably the rawest I've ever been with you, um, and just talk about what's going on with me at the moment, which I've just had a little bit of a funny moment with my boyfriend, because he does all the editing on these podcasts, and he said, so what's this week going to be about? And I said, well, it needs to be about my mood, and he lives with me, so he knows exactly what my mood is at the moment, and he said, is it going to be, oh my... Yeah, things are really bad, and I'm feeling really low, and I just want to cry. And he said, because if you do any of that, I'm just going to. His words were, "I'll edit the fuck out." <laughs> so, um no, it's not. But what I, I am going to talk to you about is just how you know. I'm sure many of us are experiencing these very, very odd, strange anxiety creating emotions that are happening at the moment so let me just put this into a little bit of a con- bit of context for you we've just come back from Cornwall which is where my family live and where I have um grown up basically it's my my grandparents live there and all of my school holidays were always spent in Cornwall so it's been and we moved around a lot so it's my main constant in my life is Cornwall and I consider it my heart home okay I've, you know, I did live there briefly but I didn't I it's my biggest constant in my life is Cornwall. And when I'm there, I feel very alive, very settled and very whole and complete. And that's something that I don't feel when I am in other places. We've just come back from there. And I always, always feel a little bit empty when I leave Cornwall. Um, And so we're used to kind of this, taking a few days to get back into things. Um, but I noticed this time that actually a couple of days before I left I started to feel a cloud come over me now if ever you've ever experienced depression or any kind of seasonal affective disorder or when your mood goes low it literally is kind of almost I I can only explain it's like sort of like a gray curtain that kind of sits over my head and then gradually gradually drops down to start to cover me and and disconnect me from what's going on around me and I felt this start to happen a couple of days before we even left and what resulted in is when we actually got home once the journey was done and the laundry was in and I got home and I went to bed and then woke up the next day I woke up just rock bottom Um, didn't want to get out of bed didn't really know what to do with myself didn't want to have any contact with my boyfriend didn't um, just wanted to cry and I did a lot of crying um I was trying to get an earring in and I was struggling getting my earring in burst into tears you know that kind of thing it's just just tears crying 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 and this kind of hopeless feeling that there is just like well, what am I doing you know what am I doing with my life and where do I want to go what do I want to do and 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 I don't want to be here so where do I want to be and and all of these kind of feelings that just and, and I and I can't I seem to be able to tell you guys about it here for some reason but when my friends say you know what's up or my boyfriend says you know tell me just in you know I know I'm surrounded by people who don't judge me Um, and if they judge me that's their issue I'm not bothered by that but I know that I can talk to my friends and my boyfriend completely honestly and they don't judge and they, they and they don't necessarily feel they have to have the answers either they will just listen but I I you just can't because as soon as you start to want to talk about it you start to cry and then you can't get any words out and then and because you can't really explain why or there isn't actually one thing because my life is wonderful i have a lovely home i have a loving trusting family i have a safe happy healthy relationship i have i can pay my bills i have a job i enjoy i'm healthy you know I, or i have so much joy in my life and I'm so thankful for everything that I have that when you do feel shit it's it comes with a a hell of a lot of grief and and guilt as well because you think well hang on a minute there you know there are people who are worse off than you so why are you feeling like this so then you get this extra emotion that's put on it's like well you need to just love what you have and get on with it and actually I was talking to my friend yesterday and we were having a good old whatsapp chat because she lives in Cambodia now so I can't see her every day and or as often as I used to and so we were having a good old chat over FaceTime and and you know we were saying about this whole the gratitude thing and I do gratitude every day I do a gratitude practice all the time but sometimes you just want to be like yeah well I'm so grateful for this and oh fuck off I'm having a really bad day I'm having I'm not happy today and I'm not thankful for that today I'm actually really low and I can't at the moment I can't get myself out of it I know I will come out of it but right now that's not what I need to hear. And it's very, very true. There is, you know, and, and, you know, we're having a bit of a giggle about it. And it's, you know, to get rid of that guilt of the, well, why, who are you to feel rubbish? Because actually, you're in a great position. Well, that doesn't help. Because actually, I do still feel rubbish. I do still feel that, I need, feel like I need to be somewhere else right now, or I feel like I need to be doing something else right now. And I even said to my son, I was like, you know, what if we moved? In, 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 and I'm taking Cornwall out of the equation here, because actually I think the biggest, the real overlying thing here is actually the ocean. I think I need to be, I get something from the ocean. I get like a, a fuel, a power from the ocean. I, I did grow up by the sea in Sussex, and my mom took me to the beach Pretty much every week, so the sea has always been something that I'm incredibly close to. To then be landlocked, and to not be able to just nip to the sea or take a walk by the ocean, I think you know the overlying thing is actually I need to be either somewhere away in a, for, a foreign country, or I need to be nearer the ocean. I think those are the, the fundamental factors. And at the moment, I'm neither of those things. Um, and I did say to Charlie, I was like you know what if we did move what if we moved and and he just went no and he's 13 he's just going into year nine at school and um, and I was moved when I was a teenager I was moved to schools and it had a massive impact on my school life I, I was bullied I should never have been moved I was went from being very very popular to Going into a secondary school where I had a different accent to everybody, and I was just treated very, very differently and and it made things quite uncomfortable and so I know that I would never move him unless I absolutely had to, but I would never do it just for you know for the sake of moving just to keep me happy rather than be patient for a few years. so he's in a fantastic school and he's doing really well, and in, my priority is keeping him happy and safe and his education good so I know that unless he wanted to move I wouldn't move him I know I'd keep him where he is and so he's got another possibly five years at school definitely three Um, but I think we're definitely looking at five years before I can honestly move so um, there was a lot of sort of talk amongst the girls because obviously we still can't meet too much so we're still sort of chatting online about things and one of the things one of the girls said was that september really is as you go from that the the shoulder season you go from august into september it really is a time of year that is um there's a lot of change your children go up if you're a parent or you work in schools you know our whole life is kind of governed by the school year and you go september is a leap isn't it you go up a year um and things change so you go from this lovely six weeks of summer holiday into a whole new experience and you don't know what this new experience is going to be and that is even more so this year. Of course, I was talking to the guy in the newsagent this morning and he said to me, he said, we're so nervous about what's going to happen this week when the schools go back. Um, We're used to serving 100 children in the morning, 100 children in the afternoon. And we just don't know how we're going to manage it and how we're going to keep the children safe, how we're going to keep ourselves safe. They're, They're on a busy road. So if they've got all the children queuing outside, how do they keep them safe? And there's a lot of nerves and there's a lot of unsettled feelings around everybody at the moment and I feel if this is on a global scale and I'm a bit of an empath anyway I pick up on everybody's energies then no shit am I going to be feeling a little bit weird and feeling a little bit unsettled and unstable at the moment you can hear my voice going again because I've just you know I'm just literally on the the knife's edge of of being in floods of tears all the time or just want to curl up in a hole and it just all seems a bit scary and a bit unsettled and um with Charlie going back to school, we're not sure how it's going to be, how his school is going to be. I know it's not going to be quite like it was before. And I'm also aware of them not being able to move around the class. I feel like it's going to be, I don't know, I'm sure that I am overthinking it. But in my head, what I see is just this absolute regimented way of life in the schools now. There's like no freedom of movement. There's no freedom of where you can be at break time and you could he a lot of his friends are in the year above him he's not allowed to mix with them because they're in a different bubble and I had worries about the education system before about how regimented schools can be and it's just now going to be even more like that and and so I worry about him and his creativity and his individualism and um and then on the other side of that and there's my feelings of going into school, you know, I now need to look at how my yoga classes are going to work with the children, keeping my equipment clean for them, not being able to assist or adjust, which with little children is very important. And also it's half the like really little ones, like receptions, year ones and two, one of the things they love is the, you know, like doing the, the fun yoga where you get to rest on each other and I get to lift them and move them and they love all that stuff and that's going to have to stop. And so there's a lot of me not knowing how my classes are going to be and I'm not worried about how I'm going to adapt because I will, but it's just that not knowing how it's going to be. If I knew and I could prepare and I could see how it was going to be, then that's fine, but I don't. Um. And so there's a lot of anxiety over that as well. And of course, the really scary thing is if actually schools go back and they go, no, we just can't work out how this is going to work as then I don't get in at all, which is not only disastrous for me as a business, but it's also for the children and their health and and what they've been through the last six months what we've all been through and how mindfulness and meditation and yoga is now so much more important than it was before it's always been important but now it's just and so all I have all these things going around in my head about how it's going to be um and it's just left me feeling like I don't know a bit lost just worried and I'm sure that this time next week when I come to record my next episode for you I'm sure I'll be in a very different place and it'll be oh it was fine everything was okay we all adapted we all managed and actually that was something that the guy in the news agents who knew today's guru was going to be a news agent but he said to me he said we'll make it work because all of us have to and um and we will make it work it's just that nervous feeling of well how's it going to look how's it going to be so thank you for listening what I'm going to do now though is I really want to share with you a little mantra um when I'm feeling this unsettled and this unstable I focus on my root chakra and the root chakra is the energy spot at the base of your spine um which is connected to all of your security stability and the structure in your life and it's the the I am mantra that you use is that that is what really empowers your root chakra or the muladhara, which is the proper name for it, the Sanskrit name for it. So when the root chakra is unbalanced, that is when you feel insecure, you feel unsafe. Um, And so I've been doing yoga today for my root chakra and also balancing my root chakra. And I'll be doing that throughout the week just to get myself through this week. Um, and the mantra for the root chakra is LAM, LAM. It's a really lovely vibrational mantra that stimulates the root chakra. And I think it would be absolutely beautiful and glorious if we can just do this together right now. So make sure you are in a comfortable position, either seated or Laying down, but seated is better because that way your root chakra is much more connected to either the floor if you're sitting on the floor or the chair if you're in a chair. And just make yourself comfortable. And let's start by taking a few deep breaths in and out through the nose. Really nice deep breath and even that lovely deep breathing really helps to centre the body and centre yourself and quieten the mind. Whenever I feel anxious I've noticed a real tightness in my chest and that I can't catch my breath and so taking these deep breaths really releases that. Okay, so I'm going to guide the breathing now. So breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. And you're really trying to take that in-breath all the way down into your belly, down into right at the base. So if you're female, right down into your womb space. If you're male, you're taking it right down into where your bladder sits, just at the top of the base of the penis. So you're breathing right down into those areas. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Two more, deep breath in, deep breath out. Breathing in, and breathing out. And now we're gonna get ready to chant a nice long LAM, L-A-M, and feel that vibration in your body. Deep breath in. LAM LAM LAM, Lam. Love. deep breath in and breathe out if anything that I have said has resonated with you today please do um, email me I'm going to put my email address into the episode notes and um, because we really do need to support each other and this is um, a time of shift, a change in the seasons, a change in where we are with our lifestyles and what's going on with COVID and school and work and everything so please do share It's actually been quite therapeutic for me to share this with you today. I already feel better having put all this out there and said this to you all. So please do comment. Please do let me know you're listening. And uh, I look forward to um, speaking to you in the next episode. Lots and lots of love. Thank you so much for listening today. If anything resonated or you feel inspired to, please share. As that is how we spread the healing. To learn more about me, my teachings or any of the Joe Yoga programs, go to www.joyogauk.co.uk and I'll see you next time. Bye!